Due to our hosts supposedly having lives that occasionally prevent them from quickly editing podcasts, this episode was recorded far earlier than its release. All series and competitions have moved on since then. It was Gavaskar, the real master, just like a wall. We couldn't know Gavaskar at all, not at all. You know the West Indies couldn't know Gavaskar at all. Hello and welcome to episode 36, uh, more like to the user journalistic phase, returning to regularly scheduled programming. Uh, this is more rather than a special episode on the Women's World Cup. This is more of a regular episode in our general sequence. That is our resident club cricketer, also part-time squash player, Sidhan Pradhan. This is Aditya Devrat, the respected journalist. We are going to... we. In Ridiman Saha's words, respected journalist. <laughs> um, and we are just going to preview all three of the upcoming test series. It's a action-packed month for test cricket, actually, with these with these series coming up. Um, Bizarrely, action-packed Feb, Feb March for March, test cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially yeah, action-packed March rather for test cricket. Yeah, especially the. Um, the Australia tour of Pakistan, which is what, what we're probably going to focus on the most because that's just, it's it's a pretty big moment. Yeah? Australia, how long has it been? Like some 27 years or something that's it, since the last? In 24 years, the last tour of 24 years since, since the last tour. Pakistan yeah. was 24 years ago. Um, and on that very note, we will, on that note, we will very quickly swish into the roundup. Yes. Uh, the roundup hasn't really been much cr- cricket since we last um, since we last spoke. Yes. We, uh, sorry, since we last recorded, there's been the India Sri Lanka T20 series, which, to the surprise of no one, India won three 0 Um, I guess just the positives, just good to see Shreya Sayer uh, doing doing well in that series. In all, did not get dismissed at all. Literally, does not have an average for this this series because he scored uh, he scored fifties in every single game without getting out. It's amazing that he has an average. Oh, sorry, he doesn't have an average. Like that's like, yeah. like when you, you know, all-time great lists and it's like scored seven hundred and seventy-nine runs or whatever it is at an average of so and so. Here it's just like, into the average in the end. <laughs> average can't yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, no, that was good to see. We finally, finally got to see Mohammed Siraj play a T Twenty match. T Twenty game. That was, that was good to see. Ah. I know, right? Um, uh, he played in the last last run. Um, that's pretty much it. I do have to say, you mentioned this before the series, and and uh, just just giving those props. Shanaka's fast bowling is pretty good. It, it was pretty threatening in in especially on that Dharamshala pitch. It was yeah. They, they do have some players. I I think I mean Dharamshala is the closest you're going to get in India outside of maybe the western part of the country to what you get in Australia. Um. And if Sri Lanka are going to unleash those two on Australian wickets, God knows what's going to happen. That that's you know as like, they're quick, man. Both Jamira and uh, Lairu Kumara are Lairu. quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kumara was uh, so Lairu Kumara was led. Actually, ended up being the leading wicket taker in the series. So it was uh, you know pretty good series for him. Yeah. So I mean. The other big bonus for Sri Lanka was the performances from Dustin Shanaka, who I thought was brilliant with the bat. He probably might get a, a, a 
you know, a T20, uh, an IPL call-up, especially now that someone like Jason Roy is going to skip the tournament. Let's see if that happens. Anyway, um, moving on from there, we'll go back to the antipodes. Um, it's my favorite, new favorite word. I was told that there's a, there's a place that does antipod, antipodean brudge in Manchester. Uh, anyway, um, I had to Google. That's quite that interesting. Meant. Yeah, I had to Google. <laughs> I had to Google what that meant. Anyway, now I actually understand. It's literally the right. same as I was saying. Um, speaking uh, of, anyway. And a clash of two Antipodean heavyweights in well, South Africa. No, so. And, well... <laughs> Clearly, you didn't Google well enough. Nope. <laughs> Antipodean <laughs> heavyweights, South Africa and New Zealand. Um, so, the first test ended in South Africa getting absolutely spanked all over Hagley Oval and then being bowled out for 111 and 96 or something like that. Um, yeah. And, huge, but, huge innings victory for New Zealand. But they bounced back really well. Bounced back really well. Debut, well, first Test 100 for both Sarel Erwi and Kyle Varane. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, fabulous to see South Africa doing well in Test cricket again. Drawn series in New Zealand. Oh, and just so you know, that is the first time, I think it's the first time in close to 28 Test matches that New Zealand have, and uh, the first time in a long time that New Zealand have drawn two series in the same summer at home. That's interesting. That was not the stat I had uh, picked out for the series, but that's a, that's a pretty good one. Um, the one I was going to mention is that second test that South Africa won was the first time since 2010, I believe, that a visiting team won a test match in New Zealand after batting first. And it was a pretty bold call by Dean Elgar to bat first after winning the toss. Uh, you know, no, no one ever does that in New Zealand, but especially after their first test performance with the bat, pretty, pretty bold call. Uh, South Africa also did something very rare in New Zealand. They played a spinner. Um, <laughs> and Maharaj proved to take three, proved it, but you know, proved everyone right, took three weeks in the second innings. Um, but really, it was the batting. Um, they scored 300 for the first time in, in, in the first innings in a long time, got ahead. Brilliant second innings to, to get the lead up to where they wanted it. And then they bowled really well on the last day to, to secure that test match. Yeah. He's also Rivada, by the way, spitting fire throughout that match. Hey, Rivada's class, man. You can't argue with him. But what a prospect Marco Janssen has proved, up, proved to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at that height is... Oddly enough, at that height, he, he, the one thing he needs to add, really add to his arsenal is a good bouncer, funnily enough. <laughs> That's funny, right? But he's he, he's basically Mohamed Rifan, but with skill. <laughs> um, and with, a, no with an ability to, to bowl without being called for checking. Okay, also that. Um, <laughs> moving on very quickly, something that we have forgotten. It's been nearly three weeks since this happened, but India actually ended up winning the Under-19 World Cup. Um, uh, and Yeah. Pretty comprehensive victory against England in the final, actually. Though we, yeah. it, it, it was expected to be a close match because England had performed really well up till that point. But, uh, you know, India's bit of an under-19 juggernaut. I think it's like five or six straight finals that they've reached and they, they've won three or four of them. Um, you know, they were defending champions, obviously. Wait, I may have gotten that wrong. They, they no, won in 2018. And, they won in 2018. Uh, they, sorry, they won in 20, 2018. They not, didn't win in 2020. Sorry. Um, 
but yeah but they lost in the final that time that, that was against bangladesh surprising um yeah. some great finds yash dhul being the main one uh, you know he's captain of the side great great I mean, batting performances the, the real reason we brought this up um so late on is because of what's happened in the ranji trophy um yash dhul scoring hundreds in the same game i believe yeah century in each innings on on his ranji trophy debut debut um, yeah for for, for, for delhi Great, great, great talent, and of course we're going to overhype it now. You know, you've already told me to calm down about this, but uh, we're yeah, going to we're, we're going to nice. we're going to start we're, <laughs> we're going to start putting him into senior 11s uh, test ODIs T20s very soon. Um, at least, or we're going to start clamoring for him to be put into whether the selectors follow suit. We don't know, um, but also some of the uh, some of the fast bowlers as well. The Hunger Gaker was was a good find. Um, uh, Ravi Kumar had a great, great uh, last two games. um I'm, i'm forgetting the name of this of the of the of the one who's who's what is his name uh, raj, baba, raj, baba. Raj, baba. raj baba raj baba raj baba raj baba yes i knew and i was going to say the baba one but i didn't want to say it. i forgot that that was his actual last name also did not want to just say the baba one <laughs> but uh <laughs> yes baba one <laughs> i consider yes. to believe he probably isn't parsi Oh right, I forgot about this. He might uh, he is actually not fast, um, but yes, no, um, good all-round talent. In fact, even Hunger Gaker has the ability to 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 hit. Now, whether that's an Umesh Yadav style ability to hit or Hardik Pandya style ability to hit, we don't know. But yes, you're talking too much now. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on to the rest of the Anji Trophy, um, there were. Hundreds and two wins incident. Sorry, one win and a draw for for Bombay. Um, big thing because you know we're both well originally from from Bombay and we want our side to dominate the Ranji Trophy like they've always done. Um, and hundreds for Satras Khan. Couple of fifties for him as well in the couple of games that he played. Also a hundred for Arjunka Rahane on his return to the Ranji Trophy after being dropped from the Test match the team. Test. We will get to. Get to that in a minute. That was there was an excellent thing because Pujara and Rahane both finally got dropped, and in the first match of the Ranji Trophy, they're playing against each other. Rahane scores a century, Pujara scores a ninety in the second innings. <laughs> um, but no, it's just great to have the Ranji Trophy back. Honestly, we're not going to get into too much detail on it because there's so many games to cover, um, and it's almost impossible to do that on a segment as short as this. So on that very happy note. It is time that we'll quickly move on to the rest of our episode. We include three separate series previews on this one. So, yeah, that's it. Here we go. And since we were talking about people being dropped in the India squad, let's start with the India Sri Lanka series. Yes, that that was the big news. The the thing that we've been waiting for for a long time. Rahane and Pujara finally got dropped. Um, as did Ishan Sharma, who's who's Seemingly, his test career is also coming to a close, which was a little bit of a, which was a lot more surprising, I think, compared to Rahane and Pujara. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see Ishan Sharma in the squad, but I also see the reasons why. Um, I just feel that in, especially in Indian conditions, a, on two slightly sluggish wickets. I mean, Bangalore's never been the quickest, and Mohali definitely isn't the quickest anymore. Yeah. Um, You're going to. I mean, the 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 use for Ishan Sharma as a as a bowler in Indian conditions is obviously over the years also, you know, decreased quite a bit. Having said that, I mean, 
uh, Jared Kimber alluded to this. The averages for fast bowlers in the world has dropped dramatically. And nowhere has that been more stark than in India, where I think the runs per wicket has dropped by something like 10 or 15. Yeah, it's fun. India suddenly is is one of the best places for fast bowling, even with sluggish pitches. Um, and yep, also probably makes a difference that we finally have a really good crop of fast bowlers. Um, I think it has. I think it has a a lot less to do with the conditions and more to do with the personnel that we have now. Yeah, and you know we have players who have succeeded abroad, but they also know how to bowl fast on on Indian pitches. Uh, so we should see two of Bumrah, Shami, and Umesh probably in in the eleven. Um, if we're going with three spinners, which is what we normally do at home. I mean, you have Jadeja as the all-rounder. Um, you have Ashwin, who doubles up as an all-rounder because it's bloody Sri Lanka. Um, uh, yeah, Ashwin and... is Ashwin's Ashwin's playing is is uh, subject to a fitness test. He he may miss the first test altogether. Same with Akshay Patel. Actually, he's oh, also needs not a going to matter. They'll get what either one will pass a fitness test and they'll. You know, if Sri Lanka will get bowled out, or oh, who knows, you may even see Jayant Yadav taking a six for or something. God knows. I, I, I do think Jayant Yadav is going to end up playing in the series at some point. Yeah, but remember, Jayant Yadav also could double up as an honor. He does have a test match 100 to his name. So, which we both watch yeah. live. Which, no, which you watch live. I was not oh, there. You, oh, you were, you were not there for all five days. I forgot. Okay, I was there for all five days. We are talking about an India-England test match in 2016 in Bombay. Yes, um, everyone knows yes. which test match we're talking about. Moving on, the I mean, of course, that was where Virat Kohli scored a double hundred and then, you know, captained us to victory. It's also his hundred test. The first game of the series is a hundred test match. That's in um, Mohali. Um, now, apparently, that has been... Sh- the, the games have been swapped over because of bubble requirements, which actually makes sense because the trip from Dharamshala to Mohali is a lot shorter than the trip from Dharamshala to Bangalore. Which basically means yeah. you have to go through Mohali, um, and and the trip from Bangalore back to Sri Lanka for the Sri Lankan side is again much shorter, much so shorter. easier for them. Yeah. So I mean, logistically it makes sense, um, but it is Sri Lanka. The only really interesting thing in this series is you're going to see a completely new Indian middle order. Who bats three? Who bats five? Nobody knows. Yeah, you. I mean, well, three contenders for two spots basically. You've got Shubman Gill, you've got Anuma Vihari, and you've got Shreya Sayer. The latest thing I've seen is, is people saying Shubman Gill at three and uh, Vihari at five or six. You know, you move Pant a little a little higher into the order, possibly. Be really harsh on Shreyas Iyer if in his last test uh, assignment he scored a century at home and then he and then he doesn't get picked when finally the people blocking his spots, Rahane and Pujara, aren't in the sky in the side. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who they go with. Um, personally, and this is again not. Nothing to do with Vihari, but I just feel that Vihari is, for me, a little too defensive. I think I want someone with a bit of tempo about him. So, I think I would go Shreya Saira and Shubman Gill. Um, but, obviously, you know, Vihari's been there. He's, he's, he's done the hard yards. He's scored the hard runs away from home. And it's his time to play at home as well. So, it'll be interesting to see what he ends up doing. Obviously, I, I despite what I feel, I think he will get a game. Um, but, yeah, again, interesting to see that. And... Really, the test matches all depend on whether Sri Lanka can bat or not. Or on how long <laughs> they can bat. So, yeah, um, yeah that's pretty much that. Um, no surprises. We're expecting a clear 2-0 win for today. 
Yes, we are. I think the only the, the other really talk, big talking point we had was you alluded it to alluded to it briefly, but the the tinfoil hatting and cons- conspiracy theories that we've been flying around with, about Virat, Virat Kohli's hundred test, which we should uh, basically Indian cricket Twitter is just a fun place to be because <laughs> the amount of theories and mud that gets slung around. Um, so obviously, everyone knows the backdrop. There's, there seems to seems to have been a lot of a, a much a fairly big standoff between the BCCI and Kohli over the last few months with the whole captaincy sagas and 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 all of that. Um, Bangalore is if uh, is pretty much Kohli's adopted home because that's where he plays his IPL cricket. It was going to be his hundred hundred test until they swapped the venues around. So there was. Some amount of conspiracies is happening that, oh, they did that on purpose to punish him or whatever. Then, of course, the whole thing happened. Oh, look, by the way, Kohli's 100 test is going to happen in an empty stadium because there aren't fans being allowed into Mohali at, at the moment. As it so happens today, they've announced that they are going to have 50% capacity for that test match. So Only three days before the game starts. <laughs> we will yes. get... We will, we will, however, revisit this later on in our episode. Um... Right, moving on from India, we will just shoot straight across the border. Pakistan versus Australia. Yeah, which is, like I said, I mean, it should be box office. Uh, Pakistan at home, we've not really seen them, I guess, you know, in a long time. Uh, especially playing this level of opposition, it's, it's been a while. Um, so we have, we kind of don't know what the pitches are going to be like. But, uh, but it's a bit sad that there's it. only two test matches. It's not two test matches, is it? Three test matches. It's three. It's three. I think it's yeah, two. Yeah, three test. I'm pretty sure it's three. I'm not going to check this, but I'm pretty sure it's three. Uh, fact checker in action. <laughs> First test, second test, third test. There you go. Yep, there are three Okay, tests. sorry. Three test matches. Um, Yeah, Pakistan is an interesting place because you don't really know what you're going to get. I think if you were playing a team like India or, uh, or Sri Lanka, you'd probably, they'd probably produce venues that are a bit more conducive to fast bowling. They, they, I mean, of course, there's not been much recent presence. There's only been two test series since they resumed test cricket in Pakistan. Uh, and they haven't produced pitches that turn. Having said that, they have left Yasir Shah out of their team. So if that doesn't give you an idea of what's going to happen, yeah. the Pakistanis, I don't know what is. There's so many unknowns about this. Um, the thing is that... And also, um, if you've seen today's news... Um, Fahim Ashraf and Hassan Ali are both out of the series with long-term injuries. And Haris Rauf... Haris Rauf... Haris Rauf. Rauf is going to... <laughs> my God, my diction is tangled today. Um, uh, Haris Rauf is going to miss the uh, test match with the first test at least with COVID. So, you know, lots of change. So, we again, we don't know what lineup we're going to get with Pakistan. The only damn near certainties are three people. Um, and I'll tell you who those three are. Their names, oh, sorry, four people. Azhar Ali, Babar Azam, Mohamed Rizwan and China Fields. Those are the only damn near yeah. certainties in the Pakistani team. Australia are an interesting one. Um, they're alleging that they will play two spinners, but who knows what's really going to happen. Um, I can't, I just can't see it happening. I will unless, give you one thing. Unless though. there's a... Unless it shows up like they hope they're getting an absolute dust bowl, I can't see them playing two tests, uh, two spinners rather. 
No, I will say one thing though. The only person who's going to play spin really, really well because of all the practice he did on a fucking I don't know mat with like holes in it was uh, Lavishin. Yes, that, that's going to be interesting because I think a lot of us. Well, I don't know if we're wishing for this, but we are expecting that his his average finally does drop from that insane uh, start he's had, um, and that you know he's played most of his cricket. Or, yeah, most of his cricket at home. Feasted on on bowling on home pitches. Uh, let's let's see if he can replicate that in Pakistan now. Yeah, the thing with Manish is the more you talk about the, av- the his average, the more he dreams about increasing it. <laughs> uh, I mean, if he if he ends up replacing Steve Smith as Australia's next best batsman after after Bradman, that would be something. I must say, though, Manish is is by far one of the most likable Aussies. He is. There's a reason for that. He's not Aussie. He's from South Africa. This might be true. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, Australia is a good side. Uh, you'll have the usual suspects in the fast bowling department. You'll have uh, Mitchell Stark. Um, you know, Pat Cummins, the captain, Josh Hazelwood as well. Um, the other spinners, obviously, Nathan Lyon will play. Um, you have Mitchell Swepson and Ashton Agar, death threats notwithstanding, um, on standby. Um, Usman Khawaja is in the squad. He's been giving interviews in uh, Urdu lately. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like how we were talking about uh, Iraj Patel when he when New Zealand toured because he was basically coming back home. It's pretty much the same thing for Khawaja. And he's, there, there was a really nice picture that showed up of him as a child somewhere, you know, in his hometown in Pakistan, like, just uh, swinging a bat when he was, must have been, like, three or four years old. Yeah, um, interesting, but, I mean, brilliant for, for people like that. Um, it's Honestly, it feels more like a bit of a party and a bit of a historic moment because, bear in mind, this is the first series between Australia and Pakistan in Pakistan in 24 years. The last time Australia went to Pakistan... Um, Mark Taylor was still captain. Um, they won the series there, actually, believe it or not. Um, well, that's and, believable. Yeah. That, 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 that part of the Aussie, that time of the Aussie side, they were pretty much the best team everywhere. Well, a... in, remember, this is 1998. They just lost the test series in India. They went to Pakistan and beat Pakistan. And this is a Pakistan side that, let me not forget, let me, not, let me remind everybody, Included such stalwarts as Saeed Anwar, Inzamamul Haq, Wasim Akram, Wakar Yunus, Mushtaq Ahmed, Saklan Mushtaq, uh, Moin Khan, Ijaz Ahmed. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I can't. Oh, Mohamed <laughs> Yusuf as well. Oh, he was Yusuf Yan at that point. Fair enough. No, it was, it was a strong Pakistan side, but uh, Australia had, been a, had, had sort of ascended to. They weren't at their steep wall levels yet, but they were definitely like ascending to you know best best team everywhere. India was was a challenge for them until that 2005 series, obviously. But uh, I'm not surprised that their last series was a win. Also, Mark Taylor scored his only triple hundred in that series on one of the flattest pitches anyone will ever see in life, Peshawar. Um, which I don't think Pakistan, <laughs> I don't think Australia are playing at this time. Anyway, um, interesting. I, it, there's so much into the unknown here. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Be marvelous to see. 
triple centuries around you do we want to, do we want to put a bet on the fact that there might be a triple century in the series cuz i just you're saying taylor the my, when i think pakistan i just remember sehwag triple as well in pakistan so maybe pakistan's the the ground the 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 country for this wasn't hayden's triple also in in, in pakistan no. or was it not no, no the, sorry no, that was zimbabwe that was in perth against zimbabwe against zimbabwe right yeah yeah, yeah never yeah. mind uh predictions fuck knows man I'm going to hedge my bets and say it's a one-all series with a with a draw. Okay, one-all draw. Yeah, I I would say the same thing because I really I'm just you're just sort of blinking into the unknown. They're both good sides with both merits and demerits to them. Australia maybe the more complete team. However, Pakistan have home advantage. Yeah, and also some really good players in their lineup. No, yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, it could be very interesting. Um Jesus god knows what's going to happen honestly we'll go one all we'll stick to one all yeah hey, also just to put it in perspective in the world test championship perspective thanks to england being as shit as they are australia are probably favorites to make the final at the moment because of the four tests they won at home um so this so if pakistan and australia being competitive against each other rather than either side being one side it will be will just knock everyone's percentage down a bit yeah no that should be interesting to watch um right moving on to our third and final one it is the frank walrell trophy i'm not quite sure it's still called that is it oh, uh, no, sorry. So, no, sorry, sorry 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 so it's sorry frank walrell trophy is west indies in australia um it's um it is the the wizard trophy but i'm not quite sure it's called that still um can, can they just call it the groveling trophy Okay okay so this is it really should just be called the calypso collapso trophy <laughs> Nobody knows who we're talking about is England versus the West Indies listen this is one of those series where again you're sort of hedging your bets into the unknown because um they're both terrible a they're both and especially some, i mean having said that because it's so even it is going to make for some fascinating cricket it should yeah exactly their batting is terrible both have well i in fact west indies probably have the better fast bowling attack especially for home pitches that so we should see some good some fun collapses what are we going to get 40 all out all over again 48 all out or whatever it was you never know you never know you never know listen you never know the way the way england have batted over the last year and a half or so i wouldn't put anything past them and the west indies are the west indies so okay so we came to a conclusion between the two of us that here's what's going to happen in the series right so i mean This is of those series where um, forget about both batting lineups, both bowling lineups, catching, all of that. Um, Rory Burns is not there, so England will probably drop a hell of a lot less catches. Um, <laughs> that is one. But it's literally about who scores less. Yeah. We. I really it's it's highly unlikely, but I want to see a test match where all four innings end with less than hundred runs. <laughs> Do you know what? If they produce a green seamer, it is very likely. 
it is it's definitely possible um, no so really the key in this series is can um, the west indies get root if they get root then the rest of batting lineups a breeze if they don't get root god knows what's going to happen it should be a little bit e- i don't know if easier is the right word but root is batting at 3 which he has historically struggled at um largely because the openers england openers have been shit for a long time that brings him in too early uh so that that might be a plus for for the west indies and then of course the rest of the batting lineup is also a bit unknown you've got dan lawrence at 4 uh, i think alex lees is going to open because they've dropped yeah alex uh, lees is going to open yeah no broad and anderson we've talked about that before we were really surprised at this i, I think but there's jared kimber did a great deep dive on how the averages are pretty good everywhere because obviously they 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 are good bowlers but when they travel away when they when they travel for test series their strike rates drop a lot and they take fewer wickets per series so this may have been a the right time to to rest them and and try out new bowlers for away tests yeah um I'll be interested to see whether they play uh, Sakib Mahmood because that's the one I want to see in the team. Um, but Mark Woods and Nayan uh, certainly to play. So is Chris Wokes probably. Um, for the West Indies, you'd look at Alzari Joseph. Um, there's no Shani Gabriel in the squad, remember? So you'll have Jaden Seals and um, obviously Jason Holder as well, who doubles up as the all-rounder. The interesting thing is the spinner that they've picked, and um, no matter who says what, I don't agree. <laughs> Any guesses as to who they've picked and why I'm so angry with this selection? Are you angry or are you just are you just just like extremely amused? Oh, he's going to get slaughtered. That's a different story. Um by England no less. But hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Let me classify this. The last time England were in the West Indies, they made Austin Chase look like bloody Ravi Ashwin. So, who so knows? You they never might know. Make- you might you never know they might pick for more look like bloody bishop baby so you know <laughs> um yeah so uh, quick can predictions I, I, before we move on can we can we give can you give some history on why you hate vishami kumar so much i watched him in a test series in india in 2011 and this is in india the man didn't spin a single ball <laughs> let me just in like big like bold letters in india he didn't spin a ball <laughs> um speaking of really amusing selections so i'll make this really quick john campbell somehow is still in the side still in the squad <laughs> um yeah bizarre just bizarre the west indies squad doesn't really make sense but who knows that's only for the first test so we'll see what happens yeah also he's not in the, I, as far as i know he's not in the test squad but i discovered something today There's a West Indian bowler called Brian Charles. Just Brian Charles. <laughs> I, I, mean, really, I really want to. I, mean, I want to I mean, meet this. I, I want to oh meet this guy's God. parents because, like, why would I, you? Why would you do that to a kid? So that is taking the piss to a whole other level. <laughs> And he's a he's a bowler, not even a batsman. He's a bowler. Um. And can you imagine if he had been a batsman? That the the it just would never have stopped. Would never have stopped. Anyway, uh, quick predictions. I'm going West Indies two nil. I think one will get I am out too. or something. I, um, I am two. Or uh, two two one. I think West Indies will. Two let's go two one. Yeah, West Indies and then lose a test. Yeah. Yeah, and then lose a test. Um, but 
all in all, we're in for a very interesting series because both teams are just so rubbish. You never know what's going to happen. Um, literally, it could. You're right. There could be a test match that ends with everyone getting bowled out for below a hundred, and it could end <laughs> inside of two days. Not that England are unfamiliar to that, but still, um, <laughs> getting my shots in while I can. And on that very happy note, it is time to move into my favorite segment of the show. It's a very understated one today, isn't it? What is it called? It's yes. called the No Balls Cricket Awards. Because it's an understated one, you had to overdo the the intro to it. It, it, it seems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, because we had a bumper awards one last week, and 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 I think this one is yes. just going to be a far milder version of it. Uh, only two awards to give out today. Well, three. One, well, one three. proper one and then, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, we do we actually have, have a give... no-ball from, uh, from uh, no-ball wicket from, uh, let's call it proper cricket. Um, <laughs> Shaheen Shah Afridi from the PSL Eliminator, I believe. Yes. Got uh, Hassan Ali, I think it was, off for no-ball. Then for good yeah. measure... Like, no part of that statement sounds right. Then for good measure, took a wicket off the field ball as well. I mean, obviously, that was never going to count. But never going to count. Yeah. 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 Um, the fact that it's Hassan Ali makes it even funnier. But because of all of that, Shahin Shahafridi, you are our winner of the Nobles Cricket Award. New first-time winner. Uh, yes. Also, I did remember one more thing we had to mention on this uh, at this point. Um, Rob Moody put out a video of, of Temba Bavuma's first ball. Yes, the, the South African batsman has actually bowled also, um, and he got he uh, had he had Usman Khwaja plumb. And then we're talking this is years ago now. This is not a new new development. But he had Usman Khwaja plumb in front of the wicket, LBW dead, nailed, only for it to be a no ball. And we were considering name, renaming this episode, uh, the award for this episode, the Temba Bhuma Award, because of this. So, yeah, it is from now on, henceforth, called the Temba Bhuma Award. <laughs> for, yes, Sashayin so Chahi, you won the Bhuma Award. You have won the Bhuma Award for this week. Um, moving on, we are going to give two awards, one not so serious, one rather serious. Um, yes. The first award comes from the flip-flop of the week. Um, and, and, and that award, of course, goes to our favorite, world's favorite cricket board. Um, you know, governed by the supreme leaders themselves, um, the BCCI. Um, you win the award for flip-flopping. Um, <laughs> just a little... Just a little... Um, Listen, let's, let's be a little desi, you know? let's call it the Chappal Award. It has so many more connotations. <laughs> the Chappal Award of the week goes to the BCCI. Um, basically, they said that there were going to be no crowds at the Mohali Test Match, Kohli's 100 Test. There was, we've already alluded to this earlier in the episode, but there was a bunch of tweets that were sent out about how the BCCI is so unfair on him and there's an agenda and all of that. And three days before the Test Match, they have relented. And now there will be crowds to witness Virat Kohli's 100th uh, test match. So, the king getting his, well, 50% coordination, I would say, basically. Yes. Should be good. Uh, Sunil Gavaskar, of course, has already put uh, the pressure on him, saying he should score 100 in his 100th test. Let's see. 
I'm not. I I don't know how many have done it, but if I'm not mistaken, there are only four or five people that have scored a hundred in their hundred test match. So it'll be interesting to see if he comes on. Um, and lastly, on a very serious note, uh, our humanitarian, our first ever no balls cricket humanitarian award for the week goes to none other than Romania's favorite cricketer, Pavel Florin. Um, the absolute legend that he is has driven from Cluj to the the border with Ukraine to. Hand out humanitarian aid. I mean, what a gentleman! What yeah. an amazing human being. Yeah, and you know, given the given the situation in Ukraine right now, like things like that, just the impact that have, like, just yeah, that, uh, that's a very well deserved award, such as it is coming from us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Pavel Florent, you are a new winner of the Nobel's Cricket uh, Humanitarian Gandhi Award. Um, we'll find a better name for it in in, in due time. Um. But since we are Indian, let's call it the Gandhi Award for now. Um, maybe next week I'll call yeah. it the Dalai Lama Award. God knows. Um, on that very very happy and funny note, on on that light note, rather after the seriousness of the award, um, it is time to end. Thank you very much for watching. Do check out our women's cricket special that will be up as well. Um, and yeah, have a good rest of your week. And join us again. Yep. See you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and hit the bell icon to remain notified of all our upcoming videos. And if you're listening to us on any of these audio platforms, we're available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and Pocket Casts as well.